When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Podcast. We've got Jason Holt back here from Anvil again. So Jason, how you doing, buddy? Doing very well. Spring is sprung around here. Seeing corn go in the ground. It's just a great time to be out. Yep. And it is a full swing in the uh the planning sector, whether you're way south or way north, you get all kinds of stuff going on. And that is a, a good time of the year because it actually gives guys some some time to kind of catch the breath a little bit on the on the use equipment side of the business and start taking a look at what they're quote unquote marketing strategy is going to be moving through the rest of the year. And this is one of those times of the year where making sure what you have in place moving through right now through the end of the year is when you start hitting those key buying uh timeframes. And when planning season's done, it's amazing how many use planners get sold as soon as a crop gets planted in the field and guys know what they've got coming in. So let's talk a little bit about that today, Jason. And you're looking at what's going on right now. We've seen a steady decline in pricing. We start looking at what's going on there. It's not um, you're seeing month over month, um, not huge drops by any means, but every month uh, retail prices get just a little bit more um, 
on the downside than we saw the previous month. And now we're starting to see, you know, interest rates are starting to play a, a bigger part in what we see happening. So I guess as you're looking at the data you see come through and the customers you're talking with, what are some of the reactions they're seeing and what are some of the stuff they're doing to battle that? You know, one thing that we're looking at is, um, you know, we really want to try to sell it quicker. Interest rates up, floor plan isn't our friend in this situation, wanting to get it through there. But we're also really facing that issue that, a lot of our trades are out of their normal sequence. Either the tractors come in with more hours than what they had before. Maybe we're getting them out of season. It's a great time to get that planner, get it reconditioning into there as well. But we can't wait till next spring to sell it. Um, so we're trying to do this in a in a market that really in an environment that really isn't helping us. We've got some headwinds against us, uh, which makes us really consider our entire online presence, digital presence. Uh, it's never been more crucial. You know, be, beyond just your website and, you know, your listing services and such, really try to look at how you're, you know, engaging with those customers. Can you get to them earlier? Can you get to them while they're in that buying cycle? Just as much as they're wanting to get rid of their planner right now, what are they wanting to get? Uh, and have those conversations now uh, is really important. Yeah, that's for sure. And the one thing about a lot of this, I think, is is missed a little bit on the conversation that you're having is that, you kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit is that you we're not seeing the natural flow of hours come in that we saw in the past. And what that's due is just because of when the new machine got delivered, did they have to run it an extra partially through an extra season, through a whole season, through two whole seasons? I mean, there's so many things that come into play there when you're looking at a typical tractor might have 150 or 200 hours a year on it. Um, and those tractors are showing up with 350 or 400 hours on them. You start running into some some issues there where you have to start thinking about the next you know class of customer that you're going to start dealing with and who is that customer base look like or is the the customer base that you were dealing with that would typically buy that 200 hour machine are they now the new 300 hour buyer and, or 400 hour buyer and and what's that look like and how's that working the old the old playbook or the way things used to come out and play come out and wash I mean during this time frame. It's kind of, you can still tear a few pages out of the book and you're still going to get some stuff that worked, but it's a different flavor and a different environment. And I think understanding what you have coming and who you're going to go to right away is such a pivotal uh, pivotal part of the uh, overall conversation that you're having with your customer base. You know, it's really important to start looking at what you did. You called it the old playbook. There's a reason it's the old playbook. You keep doing the same things over and over again, you're going to get the same results. So as you look at some of the newer players on the market and just what are some of the options out there that where are your customers at now? Start casting that wider net into some of those areas that may not have been your favorite or your your reliable source. You know, go out there and look at the uh, Instagram or the, uh, you know, Tractor Zoom sites and Machinery Repeat, Fastline. Where have you not been advertising before and see, has the market shifted to some of those sites instead? Uh, follow your customers where they're going there. And boy, if you're going onto those new sites, it's never been more important than that old adage, you know, high quality pictures, good pictures, put on the good dress, uh, detailed descriptions. Uh, really, um, you know, that's important as well. When's it coming in? When was it last inspected? What happened with it uh, over its, its cycle? Why is it being sold now? You know, just be honest and upfront. That's what customers are expecting. And really what it comes down to is there's a lot of inventory out there that hasn't been there for a while. So when they're interested in something, they've got people competing for their business. So when they raise their hand or send that email or send that text or that phone call, you got to get back to them. 
you know, follow up and and details are are the name of the game right now. For sure. So I think one of the old customer expectation thing, I think it's that's creeping back in. Um, not that it ever left, but you know, we had two years of if you had it, that's your choice, right? And now we don't, it's not like that to in to that extent anymore. Um, you look online, there's more and more machines showing up that are readily available now. Um, you know, the the one diamond in the rough that you used to see in descriptions all the time in big capital letter was available two days for sale. You can take it home today. And yeah. you don't need that as much anymore now because there's 15 or 28 hours and there's, you know, some magnums out there that are showing up and you see some combines and those kind of things that are obviously combines. So you see combines creep back into the picture. So when you start dealing with customer expectations and the experience that they're actually getting when they're shopping for something online, the biggest thing that's the, as a sales guy, and I'm as guilty of this as anybody else is, where I forgot to go update the latest um, description of what it was supposed to be. Right. And it says 300 hours on it. Now it's got 450 hours on it. Or, you know, I had duels and they took that, you know, they left the singles on or whatever it is. There's a million different yep. things that play there. But the biggest thing that gets people more angry than anything else is you said I had some kind of an activation or I had some kind of a, um, a GPS yes. globe or whatever it might be, or it had 300 hours. Now it's got 450 hours. And that extra 150 hours to me is a season of use. And I about, you know, just, Go around and around and around. You never win that argument. I don't care how data-driven you get. You never win that argument when it comes to what how to reprice that. So what are some of the, I guess, when you're looking at what Anvil does, I know you guys do a lot of good stuff like this. When you're looking at some of those safeguards when you're out in that, going through some of these kind of things, what are some of the stuff that you have in place that kind of help combat that yeah. a little bit? You know, the, the, the key part of that is just what you talked about. What has that machine got? You know, CRMI, it's right there in the in the title. That I stands for inventory, that inventory 360. And it's having readily available what you know about that equipment. And anyone can access it. Anyone can put it in. Options are switched out. What's the comments? You can have that conversation right there on the stock unit. Get that answer fast from who does know that, in, know that answer. Uh, kind of swarm on it. And that's what inventory 360 is all about. Comparing advertising versus what you've got in your business system. The, all those integrations and all that information on one in one place and mobile and on the iPad is really the key to that. The other part of it is uh, we really need to rethink how we're approaching things. Uh, it used to be that you know, marketing was marketing. You got a lead. You treated them all the same. Well, now we know a lot more about that person that's coming in. So have we? Are they a current customer? Have they? Uh, if they are, maybe we should take more of an in-territory. Uh, approach to selling to them because they've done business with us. We've probably got a relationship. They're more likely to come by less trucking needed or if they're outside the area, you've never done business with them. Have they contacted you before? What's great information, especially if you're using uh, CRMI is the ability to know, well, they've contacted us three times in the last year. And every time we were, we sold the equipment before they got back to us type thing. Well, that what were they looking for? Well, how has that changed over time? You can become a much better um, salesperson in that standpoint as well. That's saying, you know, I got this email from your advertising of choice, but I see that you contacted us a couple, three times as well. Let's really focus on getting you what you're looking for this time, Mr. Customer. And that might mean rethinking how you do that. Maybe that is a centralized internet salesperson. Maybe it is someone who's a little bit more... Um, um, in tune to that type of customer response and support that they need. 
versus in territory where the customer is looking for an entire differently experience uh, yeah. from you. Yeah. So again, I, I, just harping back that good photos, that, that description yeah. matters, even more so probably the history. Why does it have 400 hours on it now? Well, it's because the customer's tractor, you know, et cetera, whatever it was, but that transparency and then just responding fast. And that's what inventory 360 gives you is, is all of those details in a place that you can access it. Yeah. And I you kind of hit on a point there, I think, that how you handle that customer when they send that request in um, through through whatever marketing channel you're using, whether it's email or a phone call or company website or whatever it is that you're that you're doing to get that information out. The thing about the internet buyer uh, that is still uh, that is still missed in in any industry, you know, some industries are better than others. I good example. I went and uh, was looking for a new vehicle, and I emailed, which was the worst mistake I ever made in my life. Emailed. <laughs> I asked for a little more information about what they had. And I don't, I don't know that I even hit send yet before I even got a response back from this guy about what, you know, phone call or text message or whatever it was about, Hey, we're happy yep. to help you. you know, give us a call, come in, take a look at it. We're happy to give you the information. Da, da, da. Um, the way that customers are handled, if it's your everyday customer, how you handle that customer is completely different than the guy that's calling in online from, wherever, you know, 300 yeah. miles away, looking at whatever you got. They're shopping multiple places. They're 85% sure what you have is what they want. They're ready to make a decision and move forward, but yes. they're ready to do it right now and not in a week or two days or whatever. You've got to have, I've read so many articles about that. If you don't respond in the next, in the first yeah. two hours or something like that, you're, you're going to, that customer's already moved on to something different. And you see that, even the combine buyer, not the Gator buyer, not the Polaris yep. Ranger buyer. It's the combine buyer and the big large ag guys that are doing the same thing. They're ready to move on what you what you've got. They've looked, they like what they see, and they're they're ready to make that decision. I think that's such an important they point. are because we've trained them that way during when inventory wasn't available, like you sure. said, buy yeah. now, available in the yard. Yeah. With they better get the deal made and not and and that's the that's that rethink the old way. You know, it used to be where let me get you to the salesperson that traded for it because we think they, they're they the only one who knows the details about it. You know, that's out of date now. It's got to be whoever picks up the phone at that at that store, responds to that email, needs to have the same information as everybody else does and just gets back to them. Don't make the customer learn your organization and who they need to talk to because guess what? They're going to buy something from somebody else or they're waiting for that transfer or that coming back. You know, and that's where the uh, that history of the machine comes into play there as well. Um, and the comparables, just knowing where you're at in the marketplace today, it is changing somewhat. So that's where the iron comp, um, you know, that integration we have with them where you can see comparables right now for any piece of equipment you've got on the yard is, is really useful in these scenarios where you have the customer on the phone. And then one of the, uh, features that is either well-loved or well-hated. One of the two is, uh, we have that timer built in. And it, it's kind of like the best of intentions. We'll get back to that customer right away. But every so often, it doesn't happen that way. And that's where uh, you want that reminder. Let's get some more people involved. Let's notify somebody else if it's been two hours since that uh, request came in or, or um, first thing in the morning, just make sure everybody sees those. That's where technology can be your friend. And that's where you can really swarm on those and, and act like they have the urgency that they need. Yep. Yep. And I think... The other part of that, when you're advertising stuff on the internet, is 
just because you need X out of the machine to make the deal work doesn't mean it's worth Y. Okay. So yeah. the, the big part of that is understanding the, what the trends look like, where the market's heading and where you're starting from. Right. And what the, yeah. what's that even like, and how does that whole thing play together? And I think you guys have teamed up with one of the, one of the best things in the marketplace, as far as I'm concerned, when you start looking at tractor zoom and iron comps and what they have out there and the, and the data that they're pulling together. Um, I, I guess, talk about that a little bit and how that, how those trend lines yeah. are coming for people to use. You know, what we've seen there is it is important to have, you know, the auction values, the, the average values that you've that you've had for a while there. And, you know, Iron Comps has that in it as well. But what we've really received the feedback on with our integration and, and partnership with them there is being able to dive in, whether it's the location. Is this a Midwest or is this a customer looking here? Where's the machine located at? What are the options? And being able to really zero in on that exact right comparable with really little effort. Um, it already knows the machine you're looking at and then says, give me comparables to this one. Uh, so it picks location and hours. And that's that's just seconds and minutes and you know uh, time savings into there and really accuracy. Because uh, we all have those little click boxes over on the side of our search screen. And whether we get them all right or not, that's just something better left to, uh, to technology. But the really the key there is, you know, don't don't rely on your email. Uh, so many times we advertise in so many different places that they all come in just as emails, and we end up treating them differently. Well, this one goes to this person. This one, these go over here to that, and and you really need to have that consolidated, you know, inbound process. That where do they come in? How do they get organized? How do they go through there? And I don't think anybody says I love them when they just go into my inbox. Because salespeople get confused by them. They're hard to follow up on. Well, who's the detail? Do I know this person? And managers keep telling us that that's a black box. So as they come in there, being able to look at that, what's a comparable? What's the right machine? And um, you know, also, did we follow up on it? Did we meet our promise so that we can work more towards that? So those automations with the integrations to the other systems, but then also the automations of getting them in. You know, you can get a lead from your website, the same place from the Tractor Zoom lead or the even the online credit applications all come in and I've got one place to work. Yeah. That's the key to fast response, better information, better, better customer experience. And um, that's that's what we see moving, moving iron right now. Right. Pun intended. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, I think if you're looking through this stuff, Jason, and there's there's. Two takeaway, two or three takeaways you want to have people realize about what the main factors are that you're going to say kind of as a recap. What are those two or three things you think are worth worth mentioning again about making sure your stuff's squared away online? Right. Now is better. Uh, it's really important right now to have the basics in order, that descriptions, the details, the pictures, have that solid. The other side of it is reconsider uh, your playbook now. So those pricing strategies, you know, that iron comps combined with your internal information, what have you sold? What do you have available right now? So that you can figure out what the new normal is before the next guy. And you data and data analytics is the only way to do that. Um, really track your customers. So who's been contacting you? Who's this? Who contacted you when you didn't have inventory? Those are great follow-up leads for you now as well. And then even so much so, how do we predict into that future? And that's where uh, future market tends and those customer behaviors. 
so that you can do a better job of forecasting and bringing some of those machines in at the right time. It's all around data, which drives digital marketing, which drives customer engagement, which drives sales. And uh, that's the best ROI that we can we can think of. Well, for sure. Jason, good stuff as usual. Folks, I want to reach out to you over in the Anvil team. What's the best way to do that? Yes, anvilappworks.com. We've got a whole slew of newsletters and blogs out there for you to look at. If you're interested, we've got book a demo on the site as well or send an email to sales at anvilappworks.com. Right on. Jason, appreciate you being the podcast and the partnership here with uh, I have with you guys. I really do appreciate that. Well, I appreciate it as well. And counting down the days to the Moving Iron Summit in September. It's just coming up faster than I had, than I anticipated. <laughs> still 24 hours in a day. For some reason, I can't do the math, but it's still, still working. Out. Right <laughs> Thank Jason, you. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast, man. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Summit, or Moving Iron Summit, Moving Iron LLC, that one too. Check me out there at, at uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Moving Iron uh, LLC. You can also go to uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC as well. Go to the YouTube channel, which is Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, and check out all the information for Moving Iron LLC at movingironllc.com. Get all the information for Moving Iron Summit coming up here in Nashville, Tennessee. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Jason Holt. Let's be inspiring, folks. Out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. In the 21st century, hard work.